0: third day of the month the word became flesh and lived among us and we have seen his glory the glory is of a father's only son full of grace and truth john 1 verse 14. christ is the image of the invisible god in him all things hold together he is the head of the body the church colossians 1 verse 15. in jesus we find the clearest and most complete glimpse of the eternal god that we mortals are capable of experiencing. The church has always insisted that Jesus is far more than simply another good teacher of morals who ran afoul of conventional ideas and beliefs. Jesus is nothing less than God among us in human form. In Jesus, we see the extent to which God will go to proclaim reconciliation and to demonstrate a drastic reordering of life. This is what it means to say that Christ died and rose for us. Consider your response to God's work in Christ Jesus. Suppose Jesus had never lived. How would your ways of understanding God be different? How would your motivation for doing good be different? To what extent does gratitude for the gift of Christ in our midst fill you with joy? Opening prayer. Jesus, Savior and Sovereign, for our sakes you dwelt among us in humility and patience, that we might know more fully on earth the ways of heaven. Willingly you've allowed yourself to be given over to death at our hands. Triumphantly you conquered death for us and made us your friends rather than the slaves of sin. Drive from our hearts all ingratitude, all apathy or carelessness in following you, into our hearts thus emptied, Pour the fullness of your faithful witness, that the world may behold in us some small sign of that eternal love, which you have and hold within the Trinity, and share most graciously with all who seek you. Amen. Psalm 89, verses 1-8 through I will sing of the loving devotions of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, loving devotion is built up forever. In the heavens, you establish your faithfulness. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your offspring forever and build up your throne for all generations. The heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness as well. In the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? In the council of the holy ones, God is greatly feared, and awesome above all who surround him. O Lord, God of hosts, who is like you? O mighty Lord, your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. From the prophet Hosea, chapter 2, verses 1 through 15. Say to your brothers, Ami, and to your sisters, Ruhama, Contend with your mother, contend, for she is not my wife, and I am not her husband. And let her put away her harlotry from her face, and her adultery from between her breast, or I will strip her naked and expose her as on the day when she was born. I will also make her like a wilderness, make her like a desert land, and slay her with a thirst. Also, I will have no compassion on her children, because they are children of harlotry, for their mother has played the harlot. She who conceived them has acted shamefully. For she said, I'll go after my lovers, who give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, my oil and my drink. Therefore, behold, I'll hedge up her way with thorns, and I'll build a wall against her so that she cannot find her paths. She will pursue her lovers, but she will not overtake them, and she will seek them, but will not find them. Then she will say, I'll go back to my first husband, for it is better for me than now. For she does not know that it was I who gave her the grain the new wine, and the oil, and lavished on her like silver and gold, which they use for bale. Therefore I will take back my grain at harvest time, and my new wine in its season. I will also take away my wool and my flax, given to cover her nakedness, and then I will uncover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and no one will rescue her out of my hand. I will also put an end to all her gaiety, her feast, her new moons, her sabbaths, and all her festal assemblies. I'll destroy her vines and fig trees, of which she said, These are my wages, which my lovers have given me, and I'll make them a forest, and the beast of the field will devour them. I'll punish her for the days of the bales, when she used to offer sacrifices to them, and adorn herself with her earrings and jewelry, and follow her lovers, so that she forgot me, declares the Lord. Therefore, behold, I'll lure her, bring her into the wilderness, and speak kindly to her. Then I will give her her vineyards from there, and the valley of Acre as a door of hope, and she will sing there as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. From the book of Acts, chapter 21, verses 1 through 14. When we had parted from them and set sail, we ran a straight course to Kos, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to to Patara, and having found a ship crossing over to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. We came in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left. We kept sailing to Syria and landing at Tyre, for there the ship was to unload its cargo. After looking up the disciples, we stayed there seven days, and they kept telling Paul through the Spirit not to set foot in Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we left and started on our journey, while they all, with wives and children, escorted us until we were out of the city. After kneeling down on the beach and praying, we said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home again. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Tomales, and after greeting the brethren, we stayed with them for a day. On the next day, we left and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven. We stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who were prophetesses. And as we were staying there for some days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. And coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, This is what the Holy Spirit says. In this way, the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. When we heard this, we as well as the local residents began begging him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, we fell silent, remarking, The will of the Lord be done. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 5, Verse 12-26 through While he was in one of the cities, behold, there is a man covered with leprosy, and when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleaned. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, just as Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But the news about him was spreading even farther, and the large crowds were gathering to hear him and to be healed of their sickness. But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. One day he was teaching, and there were some Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present for him to perform healing. And some men were carrying on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they were trying to bring him in and set him down in front of him but not finding any way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and led him down through the tiles with his stretcher into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. The scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this man who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, aware of their reasonings, answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your heart? Which is easier to say, your sins have been forgiven you, or to say, get up and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, get up, pick up your stretcher, and go home. Immediately he got up before them and picked up what he had been lying on and went home glorifying God. They were all struck with astonishment and began glorifying God, and they were filled with fear, saying, we have seen remarkable things today. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer by Jeanette Struken from her book Prayers to Pray Without Really Trying. O God, I am a better late than never prodigal, cult for inattention and on trial for squandering my divine inheritance. Handcuff my ego, but free my spirit Condemn my laziness, but acquit my intentions. Penalize my fake humility, but accept my desire to improve. Judge my disobedience, but pardon my delay in repentance. Lord, above all, don't kill a fatted calf, but just come to meet me. Amen. The Lord's Prayer